Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Desert Island Games on the Retro Online Radio Network. I'm your host, John, aka GL76Gaming. And each week we invite a guest to choose eight retro games that they would take on Desert Island, as well as one book and one luxury item. This week I'm delighted to welcome a legend in retro gaming YouTube community, fellow Scotsman James, aka MonkeySpaz5000. Welcome, sir. Yay! That was a good intro. What was that? A legend? That'll do, mate. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll accept the check later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, on Monkey Spazzy's channel, uh, you'll find a wide variety of videos from fan commentaries of Bad Influence and Games Master to NTSC's NTS Next Quest, Specky Gameplays, and Random Vlogs. He's got over 400 subscribers and is also part of Retro Unlone. Welcome again, and how are you this evening? I'm fine, mate. Thank you very much for having me, first of all. No problem. Thanks for coming on. It's And, is it your birthday today? It is. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. I've not got a present, I'm sorry. Oh, it's alright. I got some presents from my wife earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually quite unexpected presents, because she'd already got my present, actually, but she said, oh, you need to have someone to open on your birthday, so that was yeah, nice of her. That's how it normally works. I usually somehow wangle my presents and then end up with another present on my birthday. So that's the way to do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You've got me worked out. Mm-hmm. It's a trick of the trade. It must be a Scottish thing. It must be. Well, we are known as being tight. Exactly. Sneaky. One of the hey guys, that's probably better. <laughs> Get a road way. That's what I like to say. Right. Um, anyways... Um, before we get into your games, uh, if it's okay with yourself, I might just ask you a couple of questions. Okay, I didn't expect this. Fire away. Nothing uh, too probing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's your shit sitting on again? Um, <laughs> no, I was just going to ask you um, about your console history. What What was your first console and what did you move on to from your first console? Oh, good question. I've always meant to do a video on this, but I've not got around to it. <laughs> um, my first ever console was an Atari 2600. Nice. Um, I think... Looking back now, obviously there's loads of different versions, but I think it was the Junior, mm. um, the sort of smaller, later version. I was probably about five or six years old, and I got it for one Christmas, along with a 14-inch a colour portable TV. Oh, cool, that's nice. And, um, I got one game with it, Yars Revenge, and I had that for about a year, and I don't know if you've ever played Yars Revenge or not, or seen it, mm, but it's got sense. like um, a coloured band. It's about three inches wide that runs down the screen in that shield area. Right. And um, played the game for so much that when I watched the telly, you could still see that colour band. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> worse. You're, you're, sit, you're sitting there watching <laughs> the professionals and you get a big line down the middle of the screen. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, that's how I ruined that telly. But I had the telly for years years still after that. Um, after that, see, it's one of these things that's hard to actually remember. But um, after yeah. that, I think it was Game Boy, um, Spectrum... Uh, the glorious, greatest gaming machine of all time, the ZX Spectrum. 
Um, and then I had, I did have my system, NES, NES, Mega Drive, Amiga, Atari ST. I, I've had about everything, but it's the timeline of where and when and how I even got these. It's like, it's eluded my brain, if you like. It's, um, I yeah. think, swapped them with a lot of mates or got a loan of them and whatnot. <laughs> so, who knows? Honestly, half the machines I had, like a Mass System one, I, I have no idea how how I got it, where I got it, but I, who knows? I'm the same. I think when you get older, you you start to get your memories a bit mixed up. Aye. Because uh, I've had Master System, Amiga, DOS PCs, Ataris, but I just don't remember what order I had them in. Aye. Totally I'm the same. There's, there's only one or two that I, I totally remember. Like, a, I, I got, I might have got that for Christmas, or I went out and bought it with my own money. But yeah. the rest. They just magically appeared in my bedroom one day as far as the console fairy brought them at night. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe it's another Scottish thing. The console fairy brings the Scottish people a toy, a console, That's whatever. It. <laughs> you get a console for your tooth in Scotland instead of money. That might be it. Ah, that might explain it. <laughs> <laughs> but now that's it. It's a, I. Cool. And what's, what's the most prized console in your collection right now? Oh, 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 that is really hard. <laughs> oh, I'm looking about my, my little man cave room now. You see, oh, I've got two ZX Spectrums, both 128k plus two models, a grey one and a black one. And they're pretty much up there, probably along with the Amiga 1200. The 1200 one, yeah. But the Spectrums might edge it slightly, just because of what they are and yeah. A certain nostalgia and I had them. Well, I think while everybody was maybe just getting into the snares, I was still rocking out the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of yeah, expecting some spectrum games in your picks later. I might be wrong, but I'll get a wee feeling there might be a couple of spectrum games in there. Ah, you might be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's strange because usually, usually I ask beforehand um, so I can do a bit of research, but I've decided to stay. Going to it not knowing the like this last couple of episodes, so Aye. Um, I need to research on the fly. <laughs> Aye, it's, it's, it's a good way to do it sometimes. Yeah. So, and finally, um, before we get into your choices, um, what made you want to start a YouTube channel? What made me? Yeah. What? Um, it was one of these nights. I, 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 um, I call it getting sucked in by YouTube. If you like, mm. you know, you can sometimes sit there one night and click on one video. And then watch another video, and watch another video, and watch another video. Yes. And by the time you know it, knowing it, it's hours have passed, and you've watched these random videos. Um, it was a, it was one night in Scotland, and I was like that one night, and somehow I came across. Um, I've said this before, but Lawn Boy posts, Lawn Boy's post channel, Dave. Yeah. Um, no idea how I came across it, and then from that I found others and others and others, and it was then that the only time I'd really used YouTube was to watch music videos. Or anything like that. Um, so until that point in time, I hadn't really even gone into the sort of retro side of things. And then I just started finding more and more channels. Then I thought that looks quite fun. And I was always thinking about. Um, I think I just started collecting just before that point, um, February last year. And then I thought I'll give this a bash. I'm like, I'm the kind of guy that just says what I want, and I don't really care. So if I make an arse of myself on YouTube, then away you go. But <laughs> <laughs> but it was that heavily influenced by everybody else in the community, basically. Yeah, cool. Um, I was going to say because it's not even is it even been a year? It's not been up that long. No, is it, is it roughly? Been a year, yeah. yeah. 
Because believe it or not, although I'm fairly new to the community uh, mm. on YouTube, I've actually had mines for about two years. <laughs> Aye? Yeah, just because like, I was just, like yourself, watching a lot of videos, because I, I was always looking up for game tips and things like that, and then yeah. I thought to myself, I could do this. So I started doing it, but I just started practicing my first year, and then I started mm. getting into it from there. But yeah, it's, it's probably going to be maybe even three years this May. <laughs> it's bizarre. But, Aye, it's yeah. bizarre. It's a good thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For any listeners, whatever, anybody's thinking about doing it, it's a, it's a good thing to do. It's, it's, um, it's bizarre in a way of how much a hobby it can turn into, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's just... I, I don't believe how much it's, it's kind of took over my life in a way. It's not took over my life, but it's like... I've never seen myself getting this involved, like presenting shows and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. It's, uh, it's good fun anyway. What does your wife and your friends think of what you do on YouTube? Um, my wife's fine about it. She, like... Um, she heavily... Well, she heavily... Or she was... I'm trying to think of the right word. She was very proactive with the collect at the start. Like she would buy me this and that. So mm. for that side of things, she was up for it. And then at first, I think she thought I was just being a bit of a plonker, talking to my silly friends on the internet. Mm. And then um, I don't know. She quite happily. I think it gets me out of her way, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> she says really living it right now, watching some wee program, and I'm out of the way. No, but um, she she started watching some videos with me. Um, for example, my last place, we'd, we'd watch it on the TV and whatever, and she would start watching Lawn Boys Post videos and yeah. showing she knows who Gashead is and Dave <laughs> is, and just, so, I she's quite, um, she's supportive of it, she enjoys it, but I think secretly she think, maybe thinks I'm a little bit sad, but I don't know if that's because she's a female, not into this side of things, but she's not too bad, she could be a lot worse, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think my wife's similar, but I think secretly she probably, probably thinks I'm having a midlife crisis. Aye, there might be that. Um, what about likes for my friends or whatever? There's only a couple of them, though. Um, one of them's a bit into the retro side of things, and the other one thinks I'm a bit sad. But what about do your friends know out of curiosity? Um, one friend knows, um, and I'm, I'm even at that. Although he's, uh, this guy's a really nice guy, and he's, in, he's heavy into retro as well, mm-hmm. and he's quite supportive of it. I still get a bit embarrassed. <laughs> See, he, he, he mentioned it to me in the pub once, and oh, I seen, I seen that video that you done. I'm like, all right, I was kind of blushing. But aye, um, aye. I know I've got a lot of friends that would just take the complete and utter piss out of me. Aye, I yeah. have. I think um, I was buying something in Argos a month or so back. It was maybe one of the PlayStation 4 games or something and I bought it and, and my mate from the other end of the shop he was like are you going to go home and make a video about that on YouTube now because that's when you know you're cool right uh, everybody has like you bonker uh, but no, um, it's, it's one of those things eh? it's uh, I don't know it's, it's nothing to be ashamed of do you know what I mean no, no it's, it's a hobby um, I don't know I think think one way of it rather than another if that makes sense yeah I think it's got a big part in why I don't on the camera, it's not the main reason. It's, it's one of the re- reasons. Um, I've got maybe three reasons. That being one of them, uh, the other one being I don't know, just don't want people thinking I'm ugly. And the third one, <laughs> the third one is um, for work reasons. So, aye, aye, that could be a big reason depending on your career or whatever. To be honest with you, yeah, um, I've got into trouble for Facebook friends and work before yeah. and 
YouTube that could be that could be even worse potentially. So. Aye, this sounds like obviously you need to be careful with that side of things. Aye, exactly. Luckily for that side of things, um, my works, my work, and uh, wouldn't really care to be honest with you. They could really probably say use it to do your job as well. It's like what? Start <laughs> selling stuff on YouTube while you're talking about your games. Could do. <laughs> ah, yeah, I could actually. Mm. Exactly. All right. Well, I think we've. Uh, I tortured you enough with questions, so mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we'll move on to your eight choices of retro games. So I've got no idea what's coming, so hit me with your first one. Right, I've got them in front of me. I'm trying to choose the first one. <clears throat> let me see. Let me see. I think the first one we will go with is probably I don't know if many people would choose this or even how they rate this game, but it'd be Columns on the Mega Drive. Ah, well, I'm always um, relieved when I when you say one that I know. <laughs> aye, aye. <laughs> yeah, I've got that on the. I think as most people have, I've got got it on the Mega Games one on the Mega Drive. I think that's what I had it on back in the day. But um, I think it was like, for example, when I had first had a Game Boy, I had Tetris, and I had Tetris for a whole year and no other games, and I played it continuously. And when I first had the Mega Drive, it was one of the few games that I had, and um. I honestly, I sat playing that game, like, one game, if that makes sense, for hours, non-stop. Yeah. Uh, I, I, sorry. No, on you go. I do like the game, but um, I've said this to some of my previous guests with, with regards to Tetris and puzzle mm-hmm. games in general. I don't really have a good mind for them. Aye. <laughs> um, like, for example, my wife plays that, um, what's that thing they're all playing? Candy Crush. Oh yeah, my my wife does yeah. as well. Must be a female thing, I can't even get past level two. <laughs> <laughs> that gives you an idea of my mind. In it. <laughs> When's the last time you remember playing the columns? To be honest with you, I've not played it for a hell of a long time. I've not got it for the Mega Drive, um, but it's probably it might have been like when I originally had it. To be fair, but but I remember. I honestly, I, I could sit, I remember exactly where I was sat in my room, how my bedroom was laid out at the time, um, sit, my head squintly turned at the telly, and I, I could just sit and play that game non-stop for like hours and hours and hours, just the one shot, just continually playing it, <laughs> the music and everything, I remember it all, it's, I think it's a, it's probably, probably like say, not in many other people's top games, but I think it's a cool game. I think it's possibly this might be controversial, but it's possibly better than Tetris. Ooh, that's a bold statement. Exactly. A lot of that had Tetris and no other games for a year for his Game Boy. I, I think it, I might like it better than Tetris. Yeah, it, it could well be. Obviously, it's well known as Tetris. Maybe that's why it doesn't get as much credit as it deserves. Aye, yeah. I think it was a it was a good effort on Sega's part, like for that similar sort of game. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a game that if you're sitting on a desert island bored at your skull, it would definitely pass a few hours, wouldn't it? Exactly, and see, I was thinking, it's never really ending, is it? So, no. you could just keep going, and then you could go and try and beat your high score next time. <laughs> and six months' time, you could go back again, you could play. Do you know what I mean? You're never really going to get bored of it. Yeah. Or not me, anyway. Right, well, it was first created in 1989 by Jay Gibson. See, I've got an encyclopedic... Uh, knowledge of games, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Wikipedia. <laughs> ah, exactly. <laughs> I noticed it was um, it was in the arcade. I, I don't imagine playing that style of game in an arcade. But was it an arcade? Yeah, I'm just I'm looking at it now. Arcade, 1990, before it 
It's not really the kind of game you would imagine being like in an arcade, but I suppose each to their own. I'm at its own arcade cabinet. That would would it? Do you think, or would you think it isn't in sort of some sort of compilation thing in the arcade? I'm not too sure. It just says arcade nineteen ninety. Um, I suppose I could look up for images to see if there is actually a a cabinet. I've never even imagined if you could get a Columns arcade cabinet. That would be. Oh. That might be worth Take that to my desert island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, if that's the format you want it on, you can... Um, I've discussed this with my guest in the past. I don't know how we're getting all this shit to the island, but... Um, I'm hoping somebody's bringing it for me. Yeah, um, I think the best concept concept, concept I have, I've had so far is you've been in a plane crash and all this stuff is stored in the cargo and it's just, it's just fell down. And survived. And survived the, the impact, yes. That would be nicely. Yeah. No, there is... I, I've seen pictures of arcade. You know, um, oh, good, you're faster, <laughs> you're faster than me, Google. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, quite a basic arcade machine, like, to be fair, quite plain down the sides and whatever, but no, there is a proper arcade machine of it. Oh. Wow. I would, n- I would have never have thought. Either would I. Mm. Every day's a school day. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. there you go. Columns, great first choice there. Um, so, yep. what do you want to pick next? Um, let's try and mix it up a bit. I've got it in an order on my screen, but I might change it about. Um, next game I will pick is an Amiga game. Ooh, I like my Amiga. Oh, yeah, I forgot you probably know exactly what this is then. Um, Elite 2. Yes. I'm I'm definitely aware of the game. It's not one I put a lot of time into, but uh, I definitely know the game. So so what what is it about this game that would make you want to take it on a desert island? Um, it's another game that I spent a hell of a lot of time playing back as a kid, and it's a weird game because it's quite buggy, so it can just crash out on you randomly. You have to have a blank floppy disk to hand to keep your save points up to date or whatever. But, um, it's basically... Do you know the game? Yeah, I'm more familiar with the first one, if I'm being honest. Aye, I think yeah. it's... I'm probably the opposite way around. I don't really... I know the first one, but I've never really played it much. But it's basically like a... Weird, bizarre space exploration combat trading sim where you can go where you want, hire who you want, buy what ships that you want, and blow up what you want while you're at it. And it's um, it's probably one of these games that it's, it's quite hard for somebody to get into who's not played it before because you do spend the first few hours just going from one planet to another, just trading to yeah. try and get enough money back and forth so you can start buying um, bigger and better ships. But... The gameplay area, if you, if you like, it's space, and obviously it's um, it's huge, it's limitless, it's endless. Um, as far as I'm aware, there wasn't an end to the game, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but um, it's just, you could spend hours and hours and hours playing it easily, weeks and weeks, months and months, travelling everywhere and anywhere. But, so, um, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> to keep interrupting. Uh, I was just, so for the game on the Amiga, um, with its limited resources, that's quite impressive. It is, considering the amount of information in um, the universe or whatever that you could fly in that they managed to obviously fit onto, I don't even think it's a 1.44 megabyte floppy disk on the Mega, I think it's maybe 970 kilobytes or something, I might be wrong. Yeah, it's it's around a bit of Megan, is it? Aye, the way it's formatted, so what they've fitted onto that disk for the game is ridiculous, and um, I played it back on the Mega 500 back in the day, it runs fairly well on that to be fair. Have you tried the PC version? Not of that game. Not that um, 
there was a, a a game that came after that, but it was also pretty buggy <coughs> and bad. And obviously, this was in the days like for the Amiga, you could be playing it and it would just crash out on you. You'd click an option, and it would just that was it, game over. So unless you'd saved it, it's not like nowadays, obviously, where you can get patches left, right, and centre. But no, but um, it's a really good game, and apparently they're bringing out a, a new version of it or a, a sort of follow-up. Aye. Or the, or the same guy, David Braben, Braben, whoever he is. Um, he's writing a sort of a new sort of space sim game. But um, yeah, David Braben. It's not. Um, it's probably not everybody's cup of tea because it takes a lot of time to. You have to put a lot of time into it, and at the start, it doesn't seem you get like you're getting anywhere in it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't need to be everybody's cup of tea. It's your games, so. Yes. Yeah, you can do what you want. I, and I shall. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. I could easily get lost in that for a long time. Yeah, you mentioned there. Um, you you don't get, or you don't get patches and things like that. In the day, obviously, because it was before internet. But uh, I remember, I remember vaguely. Um, you sometimes get patches on cover discs and things like that. Like. Oh, do you? Yeah, I used to get. Or how did you? I used to be a. I used to be a. I, I remember previously getting a patch for Championship Manager, uh, right. on a disc, and I'm sure I got one for. Sensible World of Soccer and things like that as well. So, how did that work then? Out of curiosity, you you used to get a you used to get a couple, maybe two or three floppy disks in the front of a magazine back mm-hmm. in the day. Back in the ones I bought anyway. Um, and you'd always get a game on one, uh, maybe as kind of a demo of a big game on the first disk, and maybe some kind of uh, what do you call them? Shareware games in the second yeah, disk, uh, and then the third one you'd get like patches and things like that. So, how did the patches work out, Curiosity? Do you remember? God, I think you asked to take me back. I think you just... I can't really remember. You put the floppy disk in your Amiga. I think it was a, I think it was rather than an actual patch you installed, I think it was like a a replacement, if you know right. what I mean. So, so you'd say, chuck your old disk free away and replace it with this disk free. Right. Things like that. I get you, I get you. I was, got, just, no, I was just curious how it would work, obviously, because yeah. it's not like you could overwrite the files that yeah. were installed to your hard drive or whatever. I'm going from memory here, but I think it was. I think it worked similar to that. Ah. Yeah. So there you go. Actually. <laughs> Used to buy a shitload of um, computer magazines back in the day. I remember I'm just, I used to get Amiga format and, and whatever that used to, like you said, have the floppy disks on the front. Amiga Power. Aye, that's it. That's Another my favourite. Okay, oh, so... Please. Yes, we long for those days to come back. Maybe. Exactly. <laughs> next year? No, I was going to say next year we'll get our time machine, is that right? No, we'll get our hoverboard next year. Somebody was talking about that on the Retron on stream on Friday. Like, getting annoyed with all these people posting things on Facebook about next year being... We're going to have flying cars and Hoverboards. Well, those people who get annoyed, they won't get a shot in my flying car or my hoverboard. That's all I'm going to say. Exactly. You have to have faith. That somebody was posting <laughs> in my Facebook um, a couple of years ago. Next year's going to be the year that you get hoverboard, and you're like, uh, no, it's not 2015. <laughs> I think people have been sitting on those posts for years, <laughs> waiting for. I know exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the day might come. Yes. Anyway, um, I think that was the second game covered, so we should yes. move on to the third game. Um, third game, third game, third game. I'm just looking at my list. See, this is a bit... It's not, right? It's not. It's a compilation. 
Okay. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll, we'll put this forward then. You can tell if it's allowed or not. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm it is. quite lenient. <laughs> eh? I'm quite lenient that way. <laughs> it is. Um, Command and Conquer, the first decade on the PC. Uh, it's if it's on if it's on a compilation disc then yeah of course yeah. yeah it's, it's like it's on one DVD it was released in its own right so absolutely would definitely be acceptable yes. in my rules 2006 games now I think something like that I would imagine you must have put a lot of game time into that <laughs> aye probably not so much then but obviously all those games prior to the, when they were released as a compilation. Sorry, did, uh, you, men- did you mention that was on the Amiga? No, PC. PC, sorry. I, 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 no, you did say that, but uh, as, as I got older, my memory starts to go. So. <laughs> sorry, it happens to us all, apparently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again? Um, okay. <laughs> How did I get um, I don't know. I just got a buzz on my computer, and I'm just speaking to somebody that sounds like me because they're from the same country, so I'm just happily going along with it. Oh yes, and I must say it's brilliant to have a fellow Scot on. So I, I don't. I, well, I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to be sort of um, better spoken, but maybe not as much as I normally am. <laughs> um, you're from Glasgow, way, aren't you? Somewhere up there. Glasgow. Aye. Uh, you don't sound as 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 like that. If that makes sense. I, I think it's been toned down a bit over the last few years because I've married an English girl. Right, I get you. Um, and hers has went in the opposite direction. <laughs> so aye, aye, that's what tends to happen. But no, uh, aye, my accent's here, there and everywhere. It's not really from down here. If you came down here, you'd you'd run away by how they spoke. <laughs> Is it kind of... Uh, uh, oh no, I'm thinking of Aberdeen. And I was going to say the say and all that. <laughs> Aye, no, they speak worse here, they've got like their own language. Ooh. The the borders the borders language. <laughs> aye. It's um we're going off tangent, but aye it is. Yeah, sorry. If you if you go from one town to another town, whether it's six or twelve or eighteen miles away, it's they've all got their own words and their own own accent, it's bizarre. So that's anyway, why I'm glad so I've not got an accent from round here. I can just uh, I can pretend I'm from everywhere and nowhere all at the same time. Yeah, you've you've you're quite well spoken, I think. I must say, um, you're, obviously, the further south you go, the the, the more well spoken you become. I think. <laughs> Aye, just never visit where I live, because you'll be like I say. They say things like "yo" and "my" and "speeder" and "wetter" and weird words like that. Oof, you lost me there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and probably everybody else. So anyway, Commander and Conqueror, and this is a compilation on the PC in nineteen ninety six. Yes. It's um I think we're talking, I don't know if we if we got it on, on this or not or if it was beforehand when um you first got a four eighty six PC. Yes, that was before the show started, wasn't it? Yep. This is Command and Conquer, the first one was the first game that I've ever played in some sort of um what we call it, system link or LAN sort of setup. Alright. Um my friend bought a four eight six PC and then somehow we bought another four eight six PC. And um we'd go around to his house straight after school, if maybe it was half past three in the afternoon or whatever, and I wouldn't leave his house till ten o'clock and um we just played Command and Conquer, like for all that time. It it was bizarre. That went for months and months and months and months and that sort of got me into Command and Conquer sort of style games. So a real time strategy game. Aye. So is, is it turn based? Is that kind of thing? It's not turn based. It's like um, real time, basically. Real time. Aye. But, um, 
it's it's good. There's only I don't know if there's um I don't know if there's a series of games similar that I think are better than Command and Conquer. Obviously you've got is it what's StarCraft? Starcraft. I think Aye. so, yeah. Yeah, that that's also good, but Command Conquer holds a, a sweet spot um in my nostalgia brain if you like. But <laughs> there's one game in that I don't know if you've ever seen it, I think it's Command and Conquer Renegade. They totally changed it up and I'm sure it's like first person or something like that and it's it's, it's diabolical. Yeah, that was that came out in two thousand and two, um okay. on Windows. It's and bad. It's, uh, but when, you, when I tell you who the publisher was, you, you'll realise why it was bad. It was by EA. Yeah, <laughs> EA, Is it who? What? EA Games. Oh, there you go. That explains a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> who released it? Originally the Command and Conquer games? Um, let me go back. It was Westwood Studios. See, that's another thing. I know EA sort of took over it or started the, I don't know, done something terrible with the franchise near the end. But, um, the first set of Clan Conquer games, you you also got a whole pile of um, FMV sections, right? In them with like ridiculously bad acting in between your missions and whatever. But it's yeah. like um, it was just classic sort of Westwood um, stuff. It was amazing. If you if you've never seen it, you need to somehow YouTube Clan and Conquer cutscenes <laughs> or something. See, they, they, um, they didn't get they didn't get. Oh, Trying again, they didn't quite get. Um, Video game acting back in back in those days, it was quite new. So, aye, I, they, they, I think we were probably quite low budget. So, and aye, that's what it's like. As you can tell, it's all green screen and like somebody's gone to a charity shop and got like a, a general sort of outfit and sewn some red stars on it or something. <laughs> that's how bad it looks. But um, no, I love Clan and Conquer games. I think it's something that probably got me into PC gaming as well because I think it maybe should have stayed away from the consoles. Um, yeah, not, not as easy to play. Yeah, it was so. As we said, it was it started off as Westwood Studios, and then yes. EA Los Angeles took over in 2003. What did they? Do you know, Mister Encyclopedia Wikipedia Brain? Do you know what? Um, <laughs> do you know what the first game that EA took over in Denmark was? Out of curiosity, it would have been that one you just mentioned, the Renegade one. Renegade was it? Yeah, because that's that came out in 2003, so and that's when they took over. So. They fucked it up and they handed it back over to a developer called Victory Games in 2011. Right. <laughs> Apparently, there was, there was a new one supposed to be coming out, but I think it was um, scrapped. Um, it was spo- there was talks about it being... Oh, was it free-to-play or something? Web-based and all that for a while? But, um, it was just not that long ago they said it was scrapped. The last one, according to this, was um, an Ultimate Collection version in 2012. Right. Um, that's the latest release. Not really any news on a on a new one. So as you say, it must have been scrapped. Ah, it was, it was scrapped, like because I'm sure I'd seen um, screen pics and whatever of it, but then they just scrapped it. But they need to they need to bring it back. See, should I don't know if it, see this is like. Those sort of RTS games, Command and Conquer games, I don't know if it's something that will die off to a certain degree because there's only so far and so much they can do it and push it graphically. And, you know, I don't know if everybody will tend to go towards, oh, we want better graphics, we want better graphics, we want better graphics. And then if that will get left by the wayside sort of thing. I think if it was me, I wouldn't be... I would be more concerned with the gameplay than the graphics. Aye, exactly a lot of people can be quite snobby when it comes to yeah. graphics. 
Especially uh, PC gamers. <laughs> oh yes, I am a PC gamer, but yes, I know what you mean. Uh, it, it's one of those games, um, Clan and Conquer, that I've obviously I've heard of. It's quite a famous game, but uh, another one that's slipped me past, slipped me by. I've never played it. Are you Are you joking me? I'm I'm not joking you. Have you got a PlayStation One? Mhm. Right, I need to get you a copy of Command and Conquer then. <laughs> I'll do a gameplay of it. It's not the best version to play, but you need to try it. Yeah. It's the same every week when I'm doing these shows. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly but surely building up a list of games that I've not played, and it's a really big aye. list. <laughs> aye, aye, you've, you've probably got a new, a new list of games that you want to buy it is, it's, on the back of these shows, out of curiosity. It's, I, I've spent most of my life more or less playing the same game, but the latest update of it, it's like, I, I've, I've got a set of games that I buy, I'll just buy the updated version every year. It's pretty sad. I should, is that FIFA? That's one example. Aye. But like, um, like, Gran Turismo games oh, right, and all that sort of thing. Um, anytime there's a Monkey Island game out, for example, we'll buy the Monkey Island games. There's, oh, those, Monkey Island. There's ones out recently um, by Telltale Games I've got, but I've not played them yet. Uh, what, what? Tell me. Uh, the Tales of Monkey Island. It's a five-parter. Is it just out? No, no. I think it was maybe early last year. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't know if you've ever, if you've ever played... The Walking Dead Telltale games. Yes. It's it's similar kind of thing to that and uh, also similar to the Back to the Future games that came out. Oh, yeah, I've always wanted to try that Back to the Future game, but it's it quite good. not start on my computer for some reason. Oh, you can get it on your iPhone. Oh, oh my God, now I'm going to get a list of games that I need to get off the back of this. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I I don't know if it's still the case, but I think you can download the first one for free, and then you you get in-game purchases to buy the following four. Right, I might might do it, just because I can't can't get it to even start on my PC for some reason. But, um, I'm going to need to check out that Monkey Island game as well, because I love Monkey Island games. Oh, I'm absolutely in love with Monkey Island games. I've only really played the first two, to be fair, properly. I've I've played the the third and fourth ones uh, once, but mm. I've played the first two on numerous occasions. I'm playing a playthrough of it right now, in fact, on my channel. <laughs> Aye. Is it, is it the second one? The first one I'm playing. First one. Ah, yeah, yeah, I've seen it, actually. Yeah. I, I bought a... It's quite a, a, a sad story, really, but uh, I bought the uh, Bounty Pack, it's called. It had the first four games on PC. Right. In fact, I think the last one was actually PlayStation 2. But anyway, uh, it was all part of the same bounty pack. And there was this girl in work that I used to sit in this day in work. I worked in a call centre. And she absolutely loved uh, Monkey Island games. So and she said, oh, I've not played it for years. So I said, I'll give you a loan of it. Um, but I still kept in touch with her. With her but she left. she left that company. Um, and then she went on her travels to, to Canada. Right. Um, and she's still got your game? The, well... When she got to, when she got to Canada uh, with her boyfriend, uh, the car got hit by a truck, oh. uh, and they both died. Oh! And I never seen my monkey game again. But well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those ones I didn't want to go and trap her mum's door and say, "I'm sorry about your loss, but have you got my monkey game?" What about my game? <laughs> so uh, um, I've had to write that one off. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, just because we were talking about um, Clan and Conquer, uh, mm. Clan and Conquer Generals Two was announced 
2011, but then it was cancelled. Bastards. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe it'll get resurrected. What's that word? Resurrected? Can't even say it. I don't know. I don't know. Years. Years is a year. Who knows? Should. I'll win the lottery, I'll do it. Yes. Sometimes. Need to be the, it'll have to be the Euro Millions because it might be quite yeah. costly to have, have to, to be, be quite a lot. I <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I, was, I just said that and I was like, oh, maybe not. I want to buy a car, but yeah, but they should they should bring it back anyway. Right. Okay. I've I've already losing count. Was that the fourth game? I think that was the first one, game. One, two, three. <clears throat> so get to the halfway stage now of your games picks. Yes. Did you remember you have to pick a book and a lot item later as well? And a luxury item, yes, I did. Yeah, good, good. Anyway, uh, what's your fourth game? My fourth game is, I'm just having a look at my list, see what way we can do this, is uh, Pinball Dreams. Ooh, interesting. Pinball on the Dreams. Amiga. I think I've actually played this one. Hooray! <laughs> and only on the Amiga. I know it's I know it's released on the SNES, for example, but um, the Amiga's got far superior sound. It actually... Come out for a system called Atari Falcon as well. Oh, if anybody's got an Atari Falcon going cheap, I'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not cheap. Anyway, pinball dreams. So, are you big into pinball games, or is it just why these ones just kind of caught your attention? Sort of, sort of caught my attention. There was a couple of pinball games on the PC on my friend's 486 that I saw, mm. and I thought it was pretty cool. But like I said previously, we probably spent the majority of our time playing um, Command and Conquer. <laughs> two four eight sixes, but um, don't know. I don't know what it is about. There was obviously pinball fantasies and pinball um, dreams. Oh, pinball illusions, I think, was one as well. Was it? See, I've heard of it, but I've never ever ever played it. <clears throat> um, and pinball dreams was the first, if I remember, and um, I first ever saw it. it was on, it was on a magazine cover disc, and. Um, it was a demo, and it was either a time limit or you got, like, a, I think it was a time limit is what it was, because it wouldn't work with a certain number of balls, obviously, because you could play it forever if you were at an absolute beast at it. Yeah. But I'm sure it was a time limit, and you got to play all four tables. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it's just one of those classic, classic Amiga games. Amazing graphics, good fun, because it's pinball. And um, like a lot of Amiga games, it's amazing music as well. Yes, I used to play a lot of pinball games on the only on the Amiga. Not I've not really played them in any other systems, but there seems to be there seemed to be a little spat of pinball games that turned up on the Amiga yeah. one time. It must have Still been. to try illusions. To be fair, I do know it exists. Um, <coughs> I've never even played it. I think that was the one I played more so than than Dreams. But I've definitely I think I've definitely played played uh, pinball Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. Were you any good at it? Um, it's one of those things. Eh? It's got the f- four tables on it, um, and probably only ever good at two of them. There was one of them which was um, ignition. It was called, and it was it was like I don't know what it was. There was nothing to hit on the table at all, and your ball just randomly died. Do you know what I mean? Fell into oblivion. Mm. But um, I was all right. You could have some decent runs on it and whatever. But. Um, Every table on it was a wee bit different in its own music and its own sound effects, and even the startup music to it, like before the game started, was amazing. Um, 
just YouTube Pinball Dreams music, and you could just sit and you could sit just sit on the title screen forever and not even play the game. <laughs> Quite happily. I've got a few games like that where I just love the music more than the actual game. Aye, aye. There's a lot of like that on the Mega. Let's say I rate the Mega highly for its music and whatever. But there's a lot of games that have got amazing music, but then the game starts and it's, the game's not so good. But uh, <laughs> no, Pinball Dreams, aye. Definitely one of my favourite Amiga games, and hence why I chucked it in the list. And if I'm on this desert island, yes, along the lines of columns, it's one of these games that's not got to end, is it? Definitely not. Yeah. So I can uh, I can come back to it time and time again. Once once I've grown my big beard and I'm I'm, I'm burnt to death and I'm dehydrated, I can still be playing Pinball Dreams. Uh, see, maybe you could could be using your time on your island more resourcefully, like hunting for food. Well, see, we've not gone into the details of this. <laughs> I know, I've not thought it through, to be fair. <laughs> like, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, have I even got, like, any anything to sleep under or sleep in, or well, am I going to get food supplies, or do I have to scavenge myself? You've got to use your own resourcefulness. Right. Like, okay. um, like Lost. Have you ever seen the TV show Lost? Yes. It'll be like that, except you'll have games. And electricity. <laughs> Uh, well, you, the, I hope so. I don't want to the, take these games and just rub the rub the cartridges on my chest. <laughs> yeah, there, there will be electricity. But they'll only be powerful enough to um, power up games. Only the games. Yeah, and right. also there'll also be a smoke monster. A what? A smoke monster? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not. I'm not going. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all, it's alright. It's perfectly harmless. Well, that's okay then. That's <laughs> gonna say. I'm I'm out before it starts. <laughs> Well, you know, you've not got any option. You've crashed it. You've crashed it on the plane. Damn. Oh well. <laughs> Just yeah. don't, don't go on the plane. Uh, exactly. Between pinball dreams and columns, I'll, I'll maybe build a hut and uh, hunt for some food. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, my my brother um, got a pin, an actual pinball machine for his Christmas one year. It's like no. Oh, it's like no, I mean not not, not a full size cabinet or anything. But right. It's kind of. I don't I'm a bit of, I don't know what kind of size it would be a bit of size, maybe the size of a box you would keep your PlayStation in you know that size oh right I know what you mean now and oh it was a noisy bugger <laughs> or the noise it made and my mum and dad they actually regretted buying it was this when you were quite quite a bit younger yeah I mean Aye. probably the 80s maybe mid 80s I remember something similar to be honest yeah. with you I don't know if I had it or friends had it, but I vaguely, vaguely remember something along those lines. But um, out of curiosity, obviously, um, I don't know what it's like up your neck woods or even back in the day, but um, arcade places, like arcades, mm. do you mean where you go and play arcades? Did they have pinball machines? Well, first of all, you had to find an arcade. Right. <laughs> um, I was saying this to Winnot last week on, on the show. Um, he was talking about he spent a lot of his youth hanging about arcades. And I said, we couldn't really do that because we didn't have any. Unless you went on holiday with your parents. Aye. I don't know what it's like. Like you say, holidays or Portobello Beach. Yeah, well, if you go anywhere where, there's a, where it's a seaside and like air, soil coats... Did they have pinball machines? I can't really remember. Yeah, that, I don't really remember seeing them out in the wild, so to speak, but I've maybe played one or two, but I always found them brick hard compared to um, games. 
game version of pinballs, if that pinball games, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think you were more likely to find a pinball machine in like a cafe or something like that, rather than aye. an actual arcade. Aye, aye. I've seen them more in pubs. Obviously, as I've got older. Yeah, there's a pin- pinball machine in the Solid Rock Cafe in Glasgow where I drink quite a lot. Ah, uh, there's different ones pubs up there in the cities. There's some good ones, yeah. <laughs> There's some not <laughs> good. I actually um, prefer drinking in Edinburgh. Mm. Although the last time I went to Edinburgh, I fell over my arm in three places. So um, I've got bad memories of going there. I might not ever go back. Was <laughs> uh, I was crossing the road and um, I think I was running to get over and I've, I must have tripped over the pavement and landed on top of it with, with my full weight. So... <sighs> yes. So, <laughs> but yeah, Solid Rock Cafe. Uh, they've they've had, they seem to change change their pinball machine once every year. So they had an ACDC one. Uh, they've had Terminator ones. They've had all sorts. Oh, that's cool. I've never seen mm. them out and about. Same, well, same even like you said, well, you said arcade machines back then. You never really seen them about. Probably the most prominent places you'd see an arcade machine would be. Um, at the summer shows is what we call it, or the, the shows, yeah, that's what you call it. Fair, where the gypsies come round in the summer for a week or so, yeah. And um, chippies, or they're not, or they're not gypsies or travellers. Well, <laughs> my line of work we call them gypsies. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, chip shops, things like that as well. Yeah, that's where you chip, chip shops, chip shops. Chippies. I remember Double Dragon was the first place I played it. A chippy, a chip shop, arcade machine. I should say Double Dragon. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever played Double Dragon in a chip shop, but um, <laughs> my local chip shop used to, it was bizarre, they would obviously sell fish and chips, but they would also sell, like, if you what, you could get a quarter of bonbons or a quarter of shabit lemons in a chip shop. In the chippy? Yeah. <laughs> and like, can, I have a, can I have a fish supper, mate, and uh, one gaze a wee quarter of them strawberry bonbons? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And, um, well, they sell um, cat meat. Oh, no, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, what else do they sell? Cat meat. And, uh, I don't know. What chippy that is. I think that's what they were trying to achieve. <laughs> I suppose that if it works for them, you go in and buy some chips and you see some bonbons and some cat meat and whatever else, you'd probably, probably go away with like a week's worth of shopping. Well, when you think about it, it's quite clever because how often have you been sitting there after 10 o'clock at night and you're like, shit, we need to feed the cat and there's no food. Oh, I tell you what, pop down and get a bag of chips and pick up a can of cat meat. Exactly, especially if there's no like um, 24 hour supermarkets or anything. Exactly. You just pop in and, and get some cat meat and a bag of sugar and some um, strawberry bonbons and away you go. Yep. Happy days. <laughs> that might explain why I have bad teeth. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you ignored the chips and just yeah. ate the sweets. Yeah, it was. No. Anyway, I think we've um, digressed, off, digressed off the topic. Um, I think we've covered pinball dreams. So if we can move on to your fifth game. Fifth game we'll go. <coughs> excuse me. Is I'll break these up a bit because a couple of games are similar sort of genre. Um, Zelda. Ah. A link to the past. A link to the past. So why that? Oh, on the what? Sorry. SNES. <laughs> For the American people. <laughs> um, why that particular version of Zelda over any of the others? Um, it's just classic. I've, uh, back when I was a kid, the first Zelda I played was um, Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, um, which I thought was decent. But then 
a link to the past. It just took it to a whole new level, if you like, compared to it, it expanded on what Link's Awakening had already done, and then just took it completely somewhere else. And it was just a massive, massive, epic adventure with um, amazing music. It's just an amazing game. And why rather than any other games? Probably because I've never stuck as much time into any other Zelda game as I have a Link to the Past, to be fair. Right. Um, I've never given any other proper, proper time. Um, yes, I've played Ocarina, if I could speak, Ocarina of Time, but not much. Um, Wind Waker, I've bought that about five times. I've still not played it for more than a couple of hours. I am playing um, A Link Between Worlds, the newest one, for the 3DS, which I'm really enjoying. But that's, again, it's basically the same um, land that A Link to the Past is, if that makes sense. Right, so it will be the familiar familiarity, if I can say that word. Exactly, you yeah. you know where you're already going, and yeah. it's just it's just it's probably one of the best stairs games, to be fair. Oh, yeah, I think she has a twelve, thirteen year old boy sitting in my room in my pants playing that game nonstop for days on end. It was some of the best days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the wife. <laughs> never mind. Never mind the day you get married or the birth of your first the child. child. It was uh, a, it was the day that you bought <laughs> you played <laughs> Zelda for the first time. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. just uh, it's just it's it's just an all time classic. It's the amazing, amazing SNES game. Yeah, it's brilliant. They're certainly not the first one of my guests that's, uh, that have picked a Zelda game. I can't have remember. You, have you played Air Curiosity? No. <laughs> no? That's <laughs> alright, there's, there's a lot of passes. Um, don't worry though, it's already on the list. <laughs> it's good. It's really, really good. But it's one of these games, I need, I've got it obviously, and I need, I need to go back and play it, because I don't know as a child, or as a early teenager, if you like, if I ever, ever actually completed it or not. I know I got to the Dark World, which is like the second part of the game, but I, I, I honestly I couldn't tell you yes or no if I ever completed that game. You may have to play it again just to make sure. Exactly. It, it needs another gameplay. Another playthrough, I should say. I was in the Dark World last week. I was down in England. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very close to the Dark World here, so I better watch what I'm saying or they'll come and find me. <laughs> uh, obviously, if I was in a different room, otherwise, um, if I'd said that, I wouldn't have survived. Yeah, <laughs> English. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm relegated to the spare room. And, and not like for marital reasons, but because I'm doing this, <laughs> because I'm doing this. Um, usually, my wife works nights, and right. she works four nights a week. But this is one night she's not working, so I'm relegated to the spare room. But it's not not quite as comfortable. I'm, I'm in my man cave right now, but I've said before in some videos on YouTube that I've got underfloor heating, and I put it on when I'm cold, but then I forget to switch it off. But then when I switch it off, it's gone past the point of comfortable, and it's it just gets so ridiculously hot. Yeah, I need to get myself. I need to turn my spare room into um, some something similar to what you've got. Aye, quite lucky. It's, it's not the biggest of rooms. It's more like a sort of office room, but it's it's got quite a bit of space there. Yeah, I've I've just got all my games kind of pickety pickety lying in boxes and different shelves in my wardrobe, things like that. I really need to get myself get um get um uh, Stuart. I know you can have him around and build my cabinet. Aye, shelves. <laughs> <laughs> I just built. Um, we're digressing, but I just built. Uh, I got an, another set of shelves yesterday, the day before from IKEA. Yeah. Um, I I need to do another video of that at some point. Show my new room layout. 
Yeah, I was um I was gonna ask you um while we're on the subject of SNES. Um mm-hmm. how is the NTSC collection going? It's good. Yes. It's bloody expensive. Well, see, if you remember back, um I was obviously collecting for the PAL SNES. Um I got uh, nearly ninety games and I decided to start collecting for the NTSC because they stack nicely on a shelf. Uh. And they've got end labels. So that was the reasoning, and because it would be cheaper. But I foolishly went for all the expensive games at the start. So, uh. Mm, it's kind of like, halted your progress a little bit. I like Castlevania, Dracula X, and Earthbound, and Terranigma, although that's a reproduction cart. Um. Aye, and games like that, Chrono Trigger and whatnot. So, um. But. The way I see it is those games are out of the way now, and so they're not gonna they're not gonna go up in price for me to buy later on if that makes sense. Yeah, there's still a few more, but um, unlike when I was previously doing it, I would I would just search eBay for a bundle of SNES games, and if it had five games for twenty pounds, I'd buy them even if they were all pretty rubbish. But this time I've tried to be a bit more sensible sensible about it, and I've got a proper like a wanted list, if you like, of the better games that I'm gonna try and get first. So, are you saying, generally speaking, it's cheaper to collect for the NTSC? It isn't. It's, yeah. It isn't. Um, if you find, you might find a, a PAL game in this country. Uh, for example, Demon's Crest. Demon's um, Demon's Crest for the SNES. Mm. But um, PAL version might be quite expensive, but you'll find it NTSC. It'll be considerably cheaper. But you have to really be careful when you're doing it because you can get stung by import taxes and shipping obviously right from america but you you can find a lot of these games um are maybe already in europe france germany and whatnot and there's quite a few in the uk already but um sometimes you use it's i've i've obviously i speak to quite a few people in america through the the power of youtube and whatnot and i've been tempted to say to them look do you want to get these games from me i'll give you the money and then send them to me as a gift that's worth ten dollars or something, and for the expensive games, it could save me thirty, forty pounds. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and customs and whatever. But um, overall, I think it does work out cheaper. But things like your very, very common games, maybe like F Zero, mm-hmm. that's if you have to buy that from America, it's going to cost you more money than what it is getting a PAL version. But it swings and roundabouts. But I think overall, it certainly it will work out cheaper. Cool. Yeah, my wife. Uh, I ordered my wife a hat. From America, like um, a, a NYPD or the fire department, whatever the hell it is. All right, and, and it was the the postage and the import whatever tax or rest of it is more expensive than the body hat. Aye, crazy. <laughs> like I found, if it goes above twenty dollars, yeah. the cost of it, you can pay another ten dollars just in import fees. Aye. Do you know what I mean? That's not including your shipping, so you have to be quite careful. We didn't know that my wife's got a friend in America and she found out we'd done it. She said, oh, you should have told me I'd have got it over here and I would have sent it over. We didn't think. Aye, that's the best. Hopefully, like, that's what I'll maybe try and do this year is, um, I said, I do speak to a couple of guys in America, see if somebody will be willing to do that for any pricey, pricey games, as long as they don't just keep them for themselves. <laughs> I told <laughs> you they would, but... Well, you might find some at, um, what's it called, down at Blackpool? Is it Play Expo, it's called? Aye, you might find some. Yeah, you might find some down there. Hopefully, um, I'll have a look and see. Aye, yeah. fingers crossed. 
<laughs> okay, so I think that was... Was that number five or six? I can't even remember. Four, one, two, three, four, five. Five. Right, so what's number six? Excuse me. Um, number six is... No surprise, because we were talking about it earlier on, is Lemmings. Ah, uh, I was I was thinking earlier on. I wonder I wonder if if you'll pick lemons and you have brilliant lemons for the mega. Uh, yes, for the mega. Not for the mega drive. <laughs> oh no, I would I would have to agree with you 100. percent I mean, I was only doing the, uh, I was doing the mega drive version today for my channel because it was it's I do mega drives on a Monday. So yeah, sorry. Um, other than that, I would have done the mega version like yourself. It's the mega. It's. Uh, did you, I don't know if you watched the the bad one of the I think it was bad influence things that I done recently fan commentaries when they had lemons on every different format I think you did actually you mentioned it yes but um they had was it the Apple Macintosh or the, the Mac version of it and they said it was superior ooh that's a bigger um I'm not so sure uh, ben, classic a bigger game yes it's very very addictive I mean when I was making that video. Uh, yesterday, I could have just sat there for three, four hours, and I'd have quite happily sat and played that game. It's so addictive. The kind of thing as well, if you, if, especially if you start on the first set of levels, the fun levels or whatever, yes. it can easily sort of lure you in, and you're like, "Ah, it's quite easy," as it slowly like introduces you to each lemon's ability or whatnot. But then, um, aye, it does start ramping up the difficulty a bit and gets you thinking it properly turns into a sort of a puzzle game rather than a fun wee game like it is at the start. I think I played after I finished with Gordon. I think I played it for another half an hour, trying mm. to find that, trying to find that um, level that was on Games Master. Because <laughs> mm. I, I was going to do a separate video. Because remember, I was saying on your on your Games Master uh, video, I was saying, "Oh, I'm the Lemons Master." <laughs> All right, I <laughs> you're, remember. That. You're, uh, no, no, I'm the Lemons Master. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was going to find it and see if I could see, see if who, I could come who, really, who truly was the lemon yeah. master. But it must it must be further on than, than I remember. But I'm sure that was. Mind you, find it now. I think this. I think it's definitely within the first twenty levels. It must be. But I, I only got up to about fourteen or fifteen, so maybe maybe it's, I just didn't go far enough. But I got stuck in a particular level in a. a I played half an hour on this level and I'll go in a bit of going and uh, actually edit this video otherwise I'll put it over my mind. I think, um, like I say, when i done a Lemons video that I just recently put up, I, I played it a lot more than what I put up and recorded it, so I think I might have that level already. Whoa! Recorded. Can you still hear me? Yes. Sorry, my computer just done one of those weird random things that it's been doing this evening. Gremlins. Oh, yeah, you're, you're looking as if you're having some major issues earlier on. <laughs> uh, just about one of those... Um, Headache moments where I can see why people hate PCs, but no, as long as you can hear me, we're still here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, I Lemons, also released by um, or released or published, whatever way I don't know what way it is by Psygnosis as well. Who? Yes, yeah, published by Psygnosis. Yeah. Absolutely amazing games for the Amiga back in the day. Yeah, it's, I mean, it probably sounds like a, a totally gay thing to say, but I think the lemons are just kind of cute. Hi. <laughs> we go, let's go. <laughs> um, hi, we, we we discussed this, but 
Do they not shout yippee or they, I'm sure they shouted yippee uh, when they go in their little homes. I'm sure they did. In, in fact, I was. Uh, in fact, I made a point on the video that I made before I watched your video. I said, Aye. oh, the Mega Drive version obviously doesn't have it because I know that the Amiga version had it. And then I went and watched yours and it didn't have it either. It didn't I'm have bad. it either? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking not. unless it was the second bit, the second game, I don't know. They did. Well, funny enough, my Mega Drive Monday next week is Lemons 2 and that did have it in it. But I'm it must sh- be the second game, I. I'm sure it was in the... I'm sure it, I don't know. I'm sure they used to. Maybe because it, maybe because you had an emulated version of it. I don't know. Because it's fully emulated, isn't it? So it should. Have, Aye, it's yeah. got. It, it, it had um, extra RAM detected and whatever. Do you know what I mean when the ROM started up the way the Amiga was set up properly? So um, it's bizarre. I'll be curious once I get um, my expansion card for the Amiga again to properly play it and and see. But I was convinced. I was playing it like yourself, and I was like. Eh, it's not supposed to be showing your pee. I started doing it myself in the middle of the video. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you've got a whole line of them going in, you just sit there going, yippee, 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 yippee. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Fun stuff. I didn't, I didn't do that for every level, but... <laughs> <laughs> your wife's coming in to see you. What are you doing? You sit there going, yippee, hold on, wife. Yippee, yippee, yippee. Don't come in here. Can you come and see this? No, hold on. Yippee, yippee. No, it's okay. I just um, I record my videos when the wife's at work. Ah, I see. That's a good way to do it. That's the thing, eh? If she works different shifts or whatever. Yeah, so it ships, ships it past the night. I come in from work and she goes out to work. And then vice ah, versa. Not a bad thing. Yeah, it's got its good points. Um, Get some time to yourself and whatever. Yes. Um, I mean, I used to tend to... Not that... Not, not that I'm one of these guys that are, that's under the thumb or anything like that. I'm certainly not, even in the slightest. However... It is handy that I can maybe try and plan rights out on nights that he's working just to save there being any hassle, potential hassle. Aye, aye. I know what you mean. Anyway, I digress again. It's all right. <laughs> did, you ever, fun. did you ever complete to your I, I See, I thought you were going to ask that. <laughs> I've got no idea. Obviously, I, I, I can't remember how many even difficulty settings there are in the game. I know there's fun and there's tricky... There's four or five. There's fun, tricky, taxing, mayhem, mayhem, and there might be another one. I'm not too sure. Aye, I remember mayhem. I think there's like 120 levels, I think, something like that. Well, yeah, on, on my research last night when I was doing my video, it said, and this surprised me slightly, there was 120 levels for the Amiga Aye. 180 for the Sega Mega Drive. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, obviously I'm only going on what's on Wikipedia, but that's what it says. What? There, there could be something in that, because I, I actually had a version of Lemons for the Master System. That's even worse, I know, uh, for the capacity. But there was, I remember playing Master System levels that were definitely not an Amiga version. That There was actually levels that had the word Sega on the level as part of the obstacles, if you know what I mean. Right, aye. So it could well be. That's true. And is the Mega Drive 2 player? Uh, God, I can't remember. Because I know the Amiga, can, you can play two players split screen. Yeah, I remember that. I'll need to load up my video and find out. What? I can't but, remember. Um, can't remember exactly how it plays in a two player. No, it's, sorry, I'm just I'm just um, dipping into my Wikipedia brain myself. But no, <laughs> apparently, apparently Mega Drive and the SNES are both two player as well. Uh, I can't even, do you know, even though I made that video last night, I can't even remember. <laughs> I, I can't even I can't, I can't remember how it plays as a two-player. Unless it's a race. 
but with your own individual level, obviously, I can't imagine you could influence the other person's lemons or else that could just turn it up or make you mess very quickly. It must be a race to see who can do it fastest. Aye, uh, or how many you can get home safe or whatever. I've got no idea. How much, how many, how much um, percentages that you get at the end? Aye, exactly. No, no I've, only, I've only ever played with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, sometimes I remember getting um, Ono More Lemons and uh, yeah. there was a Lemons Christmas special I got on a cover disc. Aye. And both of them, both of those games were extremely difficult. Was it Ono really Christmas Lemons? I remember that from a cover disc. Was Ono More Lemons? That was was that a cover disc as well? I think it might have been. I think, I think it so, was. Like. Uh, yeah, because like, I think it was just like expansions, if you like, and then Lemons Two came out in its own right. Aye, the Tribes or whatever it's called. The tribes. That's that's another hard game. Uh, I made a video on that last night as well, so will go up next week, and um, you'll see in my video that I spent at least 10 minutes of video just trying to complete one level, and then I, then I gave up. <laughs> I had it, I think um, I originally got it on the Atari ST, it was one I had on the Atari ST, the Tribes, but um, I remember it being quite hard, I don't remember getting too far in it. Am I right in thinking, because you've already done the video, I think you said, but am I right in thinking you have to play one Tribe? And no, you, the next. it depends. There's on, the, on the main menu, there's a play button, and then there's a map button. So if you get into the play right. button, it will it will give you in the order that it wants you to do it in. But if you click on map, you can just go into whatever one you want. Right, right, right. Uh, I thought it would be quite apt to pick Highland. As soon as I'm Scottish, and my God, it was hard. I don't remember the Highland tribe. I remember, only really remember, like, Shadow tribe or something like that. I remember. Had um, caveman, classic sports beach, uh, Highland. Was there not one that could fly? A flying lemon. Oh, the actual lemons themselves. Yeah, there was. There, was, there was a Superman. Aye. Uh, there was a Twister. Uh, there was a kayaker. <laughs> um, a ballooner. A what? A ballooner. A ballooner. Yes. Um, they all sorts of things, bazookas, and so I think uh, there was a lot of brilliant ideas for lemons, but I think it was overkill, and I think that was half the Aye, problem. A bit too much. Yeah, because the lemons they seem to the skills they seem to give you on that first Highlands level, none, none of them seemed relevant to what what I wanted to do to get them to the door. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing as well, I, I went on to play like um, I think it was the beach when I when I filled the Highlands one, I, I tried on the beach level. And they had all Aye. different, all different. There, there was not just one exit. There was two or three different exits, and, and my, my brain just gets fried when I, <laughs> <laughs> I. I just want to concentrate on one goal, never mind three. Aye, aye. Yeah. Oh no, more lemons. Uh, was an expansion pack. Um, it contained a hundred units, single player levels, and six really? new music, six new music tracks. Was it free? Or did, or did you have to buy it? Um, this game is not the official sequel to Lemons. The game requires install discs from previous Lemons. Yeah, I guess it must have been... It didn't really go into it on this Wikipedia, but I, I think it was a cover disc from memory. Um, I, I'm just having a look on eBay as we talk, and... There's a data disc... It says it's a data disc, but it didn't see where it came from. 
Hold on. Um, ah, it looks like ah, it looks like a proper bot thing. Oh. To be oh, fair. Yeah. There you go. A def- I know for definite the Christmas ones came on a disc, uh, demo disc. Oh, you could yeah. you could get it as a standalone version. Sorry, that's probably the one that you could buy. Yeah. Rather than the the data disc or whatever. I also had a a version of this on my mobile phone, and I'm not talking about just like on up to date phones, like a smartphone. It's like, like a, an older. I think it was a like a Sony Ericsson Walkman phone I had it on. A little <laughs> Lemons game. Like. Like, was it an emulator or what? No, it was an actual um, game. You, you, you remember, I, I don't know if you remember, you'd get, like, a magazine and there was, like, these uh, games clubs you could join. You'd, they'd send right, you games aye. a month for that. Is that kind of thing? You could join a games club or or you can download one game and you didn't have, you didn't have to join the club. But it was that kind of thing. It wasn't, like, right. you wouldn't call it an app, but it was a game that you could download for your phone. I know what you mean, I. Yeah, so... <laughs> It's it's amazing the amount of formats that that game actually made it onto. Aye, the first one, I don't think that the second one was released There's on uh, as much, but ah, yeah, like the bad influence thing that I've done recently um, on the Game Boy as well. Yeah, and I think there was a Spectrum one, was there not a Spectrum? Aye, actually aye, I forgot you about that. Have you not um, got it in your collection? No, hold on, I'm going to have to, you, you fill the space, I'm going to have to um, look. <laughs> Oh, you could buy it on... Oh, actually, there's only... See, I don't like it when... There's only two copies available. I don't like it when there's that because it makes me just buy it. Yeah. Thinking that one won't come up for a while. Said it's Spectrum 1991. Oh, you know, I might have to just buy that. <laughs> Five, six, eight pounds, though. Oh, well, I might have to. It's not too bad. It's a game that I've not got and I, I, I don't like it when I don't see very many copies of a game that I don't have. So I might have to. So there might be a Lemon Spectrum gameplay video coming up soon. I've never seen it on the Specky, so it would be quite interesting to see how it plays on the Specky. Aye, definitely. Yeah. Okay, well you hit, you hit a, a game there that um, I knew something about, so that was that's all <laughs> good. <laughs> um, shall we move on to, to number seven? Yeah. Um, let me think. I might change something here. By all means. And let me see. We will go. Oh, let's see. This is quite hard to choose between these. Um, we'll go Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, when you when you said Final Fantasy, I thought, <laughs> I thought the end of that sentence was going to be seven, and I was right. <laughs> <laughs> what what were you? What was it between? What was the? What was your kind of setting choice? You were hovering and hanging over. Um, I was swinging between that and Secret of Mana. Ah, uh, so you've for seven, which uh, again is de- I think it's one that's definitely come up, came up two or three times on this show. So uh, quite a popular game. So, what was it about that game that makes it makes you want to play it on a desert island? I remember seeing it um, in magazines and whatnot when I was a kid, and I'd, I'd, for some reason um, the fact that it was on four discs, I think um, I'm sure it is four. I was amazed by that, considering the majority of the other games at the time were one or two discs, so that, in my brain, as a child, um, made me think that it must be an amazing game. But it's the amount of time that I sunk into that game, I'm not one of these people that can tell you the ins and outs of the game now, but the amount of time that I sank into that game as a teenager or whatever was ridiculous. I remember playing it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks on end, 
And um, it's also one of the few games that I've probably actually completed. Ooh. Um, it's probably not many games I have completed, but it's probably one of the few games that I've really, really, really got stuck into and, and, and I've completed it. But it's, um, it's just a classic, amazing RPG. Can you remember how long it took you to complete it? No, and I'm, I might be completely talking nonsense here, but I think it did tell you in the stats or somewhere how long you'd be playing it for. Or um, I might be speaking nonsense, but no, I honestly I can't remember, but <laughs> I would come home from school, I'd play it, I'd probably play it for a little bit before I even went to school in the morning. But, um, for however long it took me, mm. that is the only game that I played, and like I say, I'm sure I'm sure it did tell you how long you've been playing it, but I'm sure it was like it was a ridiculous amount of time that I'd played it for. But it's just um, it's a, it was an amazing game. I, I think because obviously RPG games like Zelda and whatnot at the time, and then this came along, and um, I had dabbled in Final Fantasy games on the Game Boy or whatever, and they were all right for for what they were, but um, it was just something else. It just blew, it blew my little um, prepubescent brain. <laughs> that was what <laughs> So you were like, um, your mum was like, James, come and get your dinner. Oh, just spend a minute, mum. Exactly, nine o'clock at night, I'm still sitting there playing and my dinner's uh, in the bin or whatever. Oh, and it's it's such an engrossing game. This, I remember, I say, I'm not one of these people who tell you things now, but certain bits of the storyline, I remember some cutscenes of some girl or something died. I've got no idea, but um, it's just it's an amazing game. I loved it back in the day, and it's one of these games I still I do need to properly sit down and play again. And Desert Island would be an ideal opportunity. Yeah, once you finish columns, you can move on. <laughs> you can't finish columns, remember? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> once you've finished your current shot, <laughs> I <laughs> get stuck into it. You'll it's be one getting, of these games. Sorry. sorry, it's one of these games as well nowadays that I want to play again, but um. It's scary to think how much time it's actually going to take me, if that makes sense, or to put yeah. the time aside to play it. In in some senses, I would like to be stuck on a desert island, so I can give a lot, a lot of the games in my collection, are, I've never give, given them the attention that they need. To. Aye. <laughs> you know, I've got so many games, like, I've yes, um, over the weekend for my birthday, I got spent my birthday money on uh, The Last of Us on PlayStation. Oh, right, aye. Yeah. And I know that that's going to be a game that's going to need a lot of my time, but I just don't have it. <laughs> oh, have you started it? I've started it, yes. Yeah. I've uh, not got too far. I've got... Um, have you played it? Aye, aye. I, I, bought, um, I bought a PS3 last year just for... I've had PS3s oh. on and off, but I bought one um, at the time, I think. I, I didn't have one at the time, but I bought one specifically for that game. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, I've not played too much of it so far, but I'm, I'm totally in love with it. If you can be in love with computer games, um, one of the games, the first game, and I remember sitting playing it in the living room. It's the first game in a long time that I've died repeatedly in. Like there'd just be a certain point where I just die, 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 and then finally get past a little bit. But it's it was quite a challenging game. I enjoyed it. I'm still trying to get used to the controls a little bit. Aye. Um, a bit tricky. I, I'm. Try to get to grips with stealth and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I obviously there's you could either play stealth or go gun ho sort of thing, and it, it totally changes it up and how hard it is depending on what way you want to go. But um, I, I don't want to say for anybody who's not obviously played the game, but yes. the first five minutes of the game, 
I was just sitting staring with my, my jaw wide open going, yeah. oh, just because of what was happening in the storyline. I was yeah. like, oh my God, what's I know, going on? I know, I know that you're talking about before right. it goes to, before it goes to 20 years later. Aye, I, I, I was just sitting there in amazement. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't believe what was going on. Aye. But no, it's, 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 it's an amazing game. I was saying to my wife, my wife's not big into computer games, but I said, hey, see you next time I'm playing that game, you should actually sit down and watch me play it, just for the, sto- just for the cutscenes as well, because you feel out, I mean, she loves like The Walking Dead and things like that, so the apocalyptic um, kind of um, media she likes, so. Well, I got, I, got, I got rid of the PS3 a wee while ago, but I'm glad that I've heard rumours that they're possibly going to be bringing out a collector's edition, or an enhanced edition for the PS4 this year at some point, or Game of the Year edition, I should say. Ah. So um, if they do that, although I've played it or whatever, I probably will buy it again. Trust me to buy it when I've got to bring a PS4 version out and I need to <laughs> game. <laughs> There's rumours that I think is a Game of the Year edition, I assume it'll have like the, the upcoming DLC and whatever. Yeah, it's, it's not bad, I got it for um, 20, I think it was £22.79 or something, brand new. That's a decent price, because it's not been out a great deal of time. Not even a year. Nah. But it's, oh, it's, it's well worth playing. You'll enjoy it once you get stuck into it. Yeah. I've never really got myself um, involved in a game since, like I think I'm going to be with this, since um, Red, Dead, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, yeah. I get, I get so engrossed in that game, it just took over my life, and I think this is going to do the same. <laughs> I agree. I was saying with Red Dead Redemption, but in, in, um, Last of Us is probably one of the only games that every night do you know what I mean? I made time to play it, yeah. rather than just sat, sitting on a shelf for weeks on end. But no, epic game. I like I say, I'm a bit sad that I sold the PS3 if they're going to bring out DLC. But hopefully they will bring it out for the PS4, some sort of compilation or game of the year, and then I will buy it again. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Aye. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm just on that before we move on to the last game. Um, this is something I've been thinking about a lot recently. And I, I was going. To, I might still do it as a because I'm going to start. I need to start doing vlogs, you know, like questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of my first questions was going to be, and it's quite topical. What we're talking about here. How do you find time in your life to do all these things, like play all these games, watch, watch DVDs, and just do all the things that you want to do? How do you find the time? Because I find it hard to find. It's a very good question, actually. I. Because I actually find, I think about it that much, about how I'm going to fit it on, I end up not doing any of it, any of it at all. Aye. <laughs> it's like, um, I, I, I was the same sort of thing, going to do a video like, do you know what I mean, when do you play? Like, yeah. You're like, when, when do you get time to play your games that you collect, and or do you just sit them on the shelf? But, aye, for me personally, I come home from work five, do you know what I mean, the kids are in bed, usually about seven-ish, I've got to have my tea, the wife will usually want to watch something on telly, and then, do you know what I mean? Your, your time's getting away with you before you even know what time of that night it is. But um, I, I tend to do the majority of either video making or game playing late, late, late at night. So do I. 10 o'clock onwards. I, I can see myself up till 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, sometimes fanning about, probably doing nothing. And, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Nothing constructive, but and still. <laughs> Being up for seven o'clock the next morning, but I'm a, I've got the kind of job I can I can more or less do it whether I'm tired or not, sort of thing. So quite lucky in that sort of side of things. Yeah, I'm but the same. I, it's, it, it, sorry, oh, sorry, on you go. It's it's a getting up in the morning that I have, I have a problem with. <laughs> aye, aye, I know. I've been off and leave uh, this week. So this is my last day. I'm back tomorrow. Uh, I've been off for 
10 days a weekend to weekend. And right. I think most mornings, to be honest with you, I've been up to four. In fact, one morning I was up to five, five or six o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Aye, I know. Gas said, sorry. Sorry, Gas put on his Facebook the other day saying, anybody else having, any, uh, having trouble sleeping? And I said, I just went to bed. It's <laughs> <laughs> like half five in the morning. <laughs> Aye. It's kind of thing, if, if, I, if I've got a night where I'm up, uh, maybe half three is the latest if I'm working the next game, morning at seven. But um, if, if I do that once or twice, uh, the next again night I'll be like ten past six, I'll be gone on the sofa, boom, completely sparked out for the rest of the night. But it's one of the things, modern life, do you know what I mean, especially if you've got a partner or a wife, if you've got kids and you've yeah. got a full-time job, to, I suppose that's where it comes in as a child or a teenager, do you know what I mean, you, you've got time to play all these games because you yeah. come home from work, or come home from work, child labour, come home from school, <laughs> I say, hi mum, go lock yourself in your room, they probably just think you're being a, a moody teenager, play your computer games, get your tea, go back to your room, play your computer games, get up, go to school, and re- rinse and repeat, do you know what I mean, you've got no stress, no pressure, no nothing. Yeah, you've got all the time in the world to do that sort of thing. But no, it's it's hard to find time. It's from a personal point of view, I, I mean, I don't. I'm on flights of time, so the latest I can start in the morning is quarter to ten. But because I work in Glasgow and I, I live about nine, ten miles outside Glasgow, and I'm going by bus, I'm leaving at maybe the back of eight in the morning. Right. And I'm, I'm not getting home again until eight o'clock at night. Ah, uh, that's a bugger. Like, it's like, and then by the time you get in, had your dinner. Fed your cats, if that's what you do. Aye, <laughs> just kids. It's you're you're talking about nine back in nine. You're like, do I want to start playing a game now? Aye, really. <laughs> that's why, like, um, recently I've probably been playing apart from the gameplay videos that I do is um, the Zelda on the 3DS. But that's because I can take it to bed for yes. ten, twenty minutes, half an hour, jumping, then just switch it off and then continue it another night. So it's, it's convenient for that sort of reason. I always have uh, intentions of playing with PS Vita on mm. the bus, but I just, I just feel a bit self-conscious playing games on the bus. <laughs> I, w- I, w- I would be scared in Glasgow. <laughs> so that I was going to say, it's, it's also pretty um, uh, pretty brave if you go into a Glasgow bus for a PlayStation Vita. I know, you've got to come out with a sore face and no PlayStation Vita. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and, and I've been attacked on a bus before. Oh, that's not good, eh? So, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's just that's what it's a it's a question I've been thinking about a lot recently. And no, it's a very good, very valid question to be honest with you. While we were talking about it there, I thought it's a good time to ask somebody that for the first time. Aye, aye. No, it's it's hard. It's really hard to find the time. It's it's easy to find the time to make a video. I find rather than I suppose because you don't need as much commitment. Like if I wanted to play whatever a link to the past again, do you know what I mean? It's, I'm gonna have to invest a lot of time to do that yeah so it's hard by cool so I think we're, we're on to the last game number 8 number 8 right I haven't heard about this because I just mentioned Secret of Mana but again probably I was thinking about including this game but then what you said at the start as well I think I am going to have to include it and I'm going to scrub Secret of Mana although it is a good game and the last game is R-Type on Ooh. the spectrum. <laughs> on the spectrum. On the is, spectrum. Is this the same game that Dave has been playing, the one that Scott sent him? Or, or not, it's always the same format, is that? Aye. Yeah, it's the same. It was R-Type Final. R-Type. Um, is what Scott sent him. Yes. Um, obviously R-Type, the original arcade game, then released on the spectrum, um, amongst every other 
format go, and it was I think it was a bit like Lemons. It's released on anything and everything. Yeah. But it's it's probably one of the best Spectrum games. Um, I don't know if the average Joe would appreciate it unless they were a Spectrum fan, mm. but um, it's an amazing, amazing arcade conversion of the game, and it's, it stands up ridiculously well nowadays. Um, Spectrum is known for a lot of colour limitations and whatever, and graphic. Um, colour clashing and the graphics were different sprites and yeah. whatever overlaid, and they all got their own colour, but um, it works really, really well in the Spectrum. It's an amazing game. Yeah, some Spectrum games can be quite dodgy for their colours, I've noticed that. Some are hard yeah. to play and hard to look at. Um, yeah. I think they did maybe get around it to a certain degree later on in life, mm. but um, aye, some aren't the best. If you've got a, a character who walks in front of a red thing, it'll go red and then it'll go green, and then if you walk in front of a blue thing, the character will turn blue sometimes, so yeah. it, it's not the best for that side of things, but it's, aye, awesome, awesome um, port. Be- probably the best of the 8-bit home computers at the time, port of our type, I should say. See, I wouldn't have played this. The, the 8-bit computer I had back in the day was not one of the most common ones. I had a, an Atari 65 XE. <laughs> so, I've heard of it, you know, yeah. I've heard of it. The, there was the Atari 65 XE and there was the Atari 800XL. It was the same kind of family. They're, they're basically like 8-bit versions of Atari ST. Right. Um, it's, it was it was sound terrible me saying this, but because um, it was going to sound ungrateful. But I remember when I opened it at Christmas, I was I was kind of oh I was wanting a Commodore. <laughs> I was wanting a Commodore. <laughs> <laughs> Put on like kind of oh great. Um, That's but, not right, mum. <laughs> yeah, but no, don't get me wrong. My initial disappointment soon changed to to delight because um, I discovered I had a hell of a lot of good games uh, for that. So, so was it cartridge based? No, I think you could do cartridges, but it was mainly a tape deck. Was it tapes? Yeah. See, like, it was... I can only assume it wasn't... Obviously, I've heard of it nowadays just because mm-hmm. of what I meant and whatever, but I can only assume it wasn't as popular as the likes of the, the Amstrad 464 and the Commodore and the Spectrum. Cause yes. It's I'll, not something I, I remember any of my friends ever talking about, or I never knew anybody who had one. I'm trying to think of a Monday... Um, equivalent uh, to a certain degree let me think this is, no, this is not right but you know what I mean it's like the back in the day the Spectrum and the Commodore would be like your Xbox and your Playstation whereas your Atari would be like the Nintendo Wii if you know what aye, I mean aye. You know, not, it's still good but not quite as good it had a lot of the same games but there was a lot of the bigger name games that didn't come out for it right, right I get so, you so, yeah. How did it stand up in um, uh, capability? Do you know what I mean? Compared to the Spectrum and the Commodore 64? Well, I can't speak for the Spectrum because I never had one, believe Aye. it or not. But I did have a Commodore 64. And that, to be honest, there wasn't a world of difference. Certainly, certainly not graphically. Uh, a, lot, a lot of the games I played in the Atari were um, quite addictive. There's games I'm not too sure if they were Atari exclusive. I don't right. know if you've, if you've heard of a game called Henry's House. No. Um, I'll need to look that up, actually. I don't know if it's... It's a little platformer. It's so addictive. Henry's House, let me have a look. I also played one called uh, Leaper. Uh, never heard of that. Yeah, there must have been... It must have been uh, Atari. Did it have R-Type? 
that's the question. Oh, sorry, I'm digressing from our type. Uh, <laughs> I was ask, um, so, so what kind of game is our type for for those of us that have not played it? Um, it's just standard to uh, horizontal scrolling um, arcade shooter. Um, but it's, it's quite unforgettable. You get, you get your power ups. You go along. You get your power ups, and you get a little. What do you want to call it? A little probe blob thing on the front of you that acts like a sort of shield and different weapons shoot out. But it's one of those uh, unforgiving games like if you're so far into it and you die, you lose all your power-ups and then you're absolutely screwed beyond belief. You might as well just be game over 9 out of 10 times. I've probably got completely run into the stick, but just from the cover, when I seen Dave unwrapping it or getting it out of his box that Scott sent him, um, the the cover looked like it looks as if it was going to be some sort of like um, wipeout sort of game. Aye, you're on about aye. You're on about the one that Dave done on yeah, the PlayStation. Aye, yeah. I think I've I've got it actually on the back of his video, but um, the front cover art I've got it in my hands. It sh- it looks like it's got an array of different R type ships, if you like, and I know what you mean. That yeah. it looks like they're lined up to race. Yes. Aye. Exactly. Whereas. Um, the 8-bit versions have got the a version of the end of level 1 boss um, a sort of red sort of creature sort of thing on the front of it yeah but it's, it's the best version Spectrum best version better than the Commodore 64 sorry Commodore 64 fans but it just is <laughs> and the, I think the, the, the Amstrad version was uh, the Amstrad back in the day got quite a few bad Spectrum ports and I don't know if it was or not but I'm sure it doesn't scroll as well I think is the Spectrum version. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've, I've played on Spectrums and Amstrad's, like my friends have, and stuff have had, but I've never owned mm. the Spectrum. Uh, the games I remember for Spectrum were mm. things like um, Dynamite Dan. <laughs> Aye. Um, there's a game, uh, one called Odd Job Eddie. Uh, I think I have heard of that. But, um, it's surprising, like, I think it's quite interesting that the amount of people that maybe haven't heard of it, particularly um, the American guys that I have interactions with and whatnot. Yeah. On YouTube, obviously, it wasn't, I think they were Commodore 64 over there. Whereas yeah. um, we were, prim- well, Commodore 64 and Spectrum. But, um, I know, you know, Little Retro Brothers? Yes. Um, I have I speak to the, 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 the father of the Little Retro Brothers, if you like, and um, they've been looking at getting a Spectrum imported. Ah. Um, no, it was actually already imported to America, but um, it was going to be about £100, I think, $180. Just quite a bit of money, but yes. we, were, we were trying to work out a, if it's if it is a bit of money or not, because if it, obviously if you get get one from over here and import it over there, it could, with the games that it, it came with, it could still work out about that much, which is quite pricey. Mm, it is indeed. Yeah, I think those uh, little retro brothers uh, love yourself and nineteen uh, hundred, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> I was on a birthday cake. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, a nineties nineties video game did uh, on the birthday cake. <laughs> I uh, funny little guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I was talking to the I don't even know his name. It's terrible. I was talking to the father earlier today on Facebook. He was wishing me a happy Hi. birthday, and we were talking about how time flies and, <laughs> and all that. Like, it was twenty years since I left school and or twenty two years since I left school and things like that and he Oh, said, I don't start thinking about it, you just get depressed. He said, Yeah, um, he said I'm feeling old because it's my daughter's eighteenth birthday today. Yeah, I saw that yeah, I that up on Facebook. Yeah. But, uh, time does fly. Too quick sometimes. Yeah. Uh, is, is there anything else you want to mention about R type? 
Um, apart from the fact that it's it's on the possibly the greatest gaming machine of all time, the Sinclair ZX Spectrum. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we can continue. One thing I'll say before we move on is uh, it is also out for um, iOS devices. I don't know if it's based on the Spectrum version or, or a later version or not. But it's, R-Type? It's our, R-Type is on iOS devices. Hold on the phone. You might have to sing a tune here while I have a look. Hold on. Hold on. A little retro. A little retro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way. So it is. Yeah. It looks like a pretty decent copy of the arcade game, actually. Mm. But would I pay £1.49 for it? I don't think so. That's nothing to come on. It's half a spectrum game. <laughs> <laughs> that, that looks alright, actually. It looks fairly decent. Yeah, it's, it's it's amazing, really, when you think. There's a certain amount of games that you wouldn't even realise that have actually been re- 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 released on the iOS devices. Aye, I, I suppose as well. Unless you either A-search for them or they were in the top 20 list of free or paid games, do you know what I mean? A lot, they can get lost. Most definitely, yeah. I never even knew that was out. So you caught me mid matchmaker. Mint. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you're in the best type, so it's fine. <laughs> I was having a sneaky matchmaker there. Anywho, that was your um, eight choices of games, eight brilliant choices. Um, so we're to move on to the, the book and the luxury item. Uh, and I say this to all my guests, and I don't know why I started doing this, but I'm trying to stick to the, the format of Desert Island Discs. Yeah, which is what I've ripped off. They get <laughs> they give you a copy of the Bible and the complete works of Shakespeare. So I give you the uh, subscription to Retro Gamer magazine and the complete works of Steve Benway. Oh, that'll do. I thought um, you were going to give me a Bible. <laughs> no offense no. to anybody. No, there's no way this is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> my Desert Island game is more. Um, my Desert Island is more exciting than a Bible. We're not allowed religion on my island, and, and I'm assuming since I'm stranded, I'm allowed to call it my island. Yes, it's called Monkey Spaz Island. That's it. We can follow the religion of the monkey. I don't yeah. know how that will evolve or develop, but that's that's my island rules. And actually, um, I've got the national anthem for your island. No right. way. Have we got an? Have we got? Have yeah. I got an anthem? <laughs> it goes like this. Do you have a monkey in your pants? <laughs> 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 I wondered what the hell you were going to play. <laughs> no, I, I was going to play that at, uh, near the start, but I forgot. So I thought, I bet if it hits. And anybody who visits my island, you have to put your hand on your head as if you had no hair, and that's the monkey salute. <laughs> that's yeah. how we're going to work it. Yes, it's a secret password. You can go on the island without <laughs> knowing that phrase. Oh, don't get me into it. By the end of the <laughs> At the end of tonight, I'm going to have a whole rule book. It's your island, your rule <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of it. <laughs> right, so, eight games out of the way, and your two bonus items for myself. We'll move on to your book. What would be your book of choice to bring See, up? right. I was going to... I'm not a big reader. And I never, ever have been, been a big reader, even at school. If we had to do, like, um I don't know if you've done them like a book review. Yes. In English. I used to always cheat and I'd pick like um, a, 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 a 
film of a book, if that makes sense, or a film that's been turned into a book, or a book that's been turned into a film. Ah, uh, I know where you're going with this, so that you, you just watch the film. And just watch <laughs> the film and just, just waffle about the film. I've done it for um, Gremlins and, <laughs> and so many. Gremlins had a book? No, I was going to say, I just said Gremlins, I thought mm-hmm. I'd not had a book. <laughs> but I did do it for um, several things like that, so I could get away with maybe not reading the book. Or or I'd read the, is it the synopsis on the back? And oh, just somehow expand on it into like a talk even though I had never really read the book I remember doing that a few times so I don't read many books so my original answer was going to be a colouring book <laughs> why not as long as it came with free pen free, free crayons yeah there's a packet of crayons uh, <laughs> to the front of the colouring book but to, to stay maybe to the strict rules of like a, a book with words in it rather than pictures to colour in Um I was going to choose the first, um, maybe not the first Discworld book, but The Colour of Magic Ooh. by Terry Pratchett. Uh, Terry Pratchett, I've heard of him. And the reason being is, I bought this book um, years ago, and it sat next to my bed for about five or six years in my old house, and now it's in a box somewhere in this house, and I've still to read it. So I thought, if I'm on a desert island... It's going to be the ideal time for me to read that book that I bought years ago that I've never bothered reading yet. Well, that would be the ideal time. Plenty of time in your hand, you might as well read a book. Exactly, and and the reason I bought it is obviously because I've heard I've heard of uh, the Discworld books, obviously, and I've heard they're supposed to be good. And um, it came from the it didn't come from, but my interest in it came from obviously playing um, Discworld. Yes. On the PlayStation One, and then since then I knew those books, and I've read maybe. 10 pages of the book, maybe about 10 times I've started <laughs> it and then I've, I've never read any more. So that would be my choice of book. You have to put it on your bucket list. If you don't if you don't happen to go to this island, which you will, but if you don't, uh, <laughs> out with the, um, this topic matter on this um, show, you need to get out of reading that at some point. <laughs> have you read it? No, but you've had it on your shelf for years. All right. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were somehow recommending it. No, I recommend. I just recommend that you read it because you've All right. got it lying. I will do it. I'll do it. Probably I'll tell you what. I'll be on that old man dying in hospital, and I'll ask for somebody to bring me it. That'll probably when I'll get round to it. Yeah. Or unless unless I'm on the desert island beforehand, obviously. Cool. So, just looking up on Wikipedia because uh, although I've heard of Terry Pratchett, I've not read that particular book. Similar to yourself, I'm not a big reader. I do read when I take an ocean for it. Um, yeah. I tend to read like Everyone Welsh novels and um, Walking Dead novels and things like that. Alright. I've, I've also got a few books, like yourself, I've got a few books that I've had lying about that I've never got around to. Like, um, I've got The Dice Man. Right. Have you heard of that one? No. <laughs> it's basically this guy that um, I don't know he's having a he's, something's happened to him like like dramatically has happened to him or he's having a midlife crisis something like that anyway and he decides mm. just to say oh fuck it I'm going to live my life by the dice so oh, right. throw, you know throw a dice and say whatever number comes up he needs to do take that choice in his life so, sounds interesting yeah and I also read I've read the Red Dwarf novels which are quite good oh, I never knew there was such a thing there's four no way. Yeah, I've got yeah I'll read something if I'm genuinely interested yeah. in it, but I, maybe I've just not found anything that I've been genuinely interested in. 
Yes, I, I would highly, I would highly recommend Red Dwarf books if you're a, if you're a Red Dwarf fan, obviously. If you're oh, not, I love Red Dwarf. If you're not, then obviously you won't be interested. Aye. I'm looking at the the cover of this um, Tower of Magic. It's pretty interesting. It's got, got um, you start reading it, and it mentions um, Rincewind and whatever in it. So that's that's what sort of piqued my interest in it from the um, Discworld games. Apparently there's been 40 Discworld novels. Oh my god, I've got a long way to go then. As of November 2013. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Pratchett is currently, unfortunately, suffering from Alzheimer's disease. Oh. Yeah, so... Maybe no more Discworld. Maybe no more. But I think it says here he's happy for his daughter, Rihanna. I didn't know Rihanna was his daughter. He's no, no. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's happy for his daughter Rihanna to continue continue the series. Everyone um, she's finished with her songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she would uh, do all her writing underneath her umbrella. So. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. I, that took a second. <laughs> I thought it was some literal writing term for a minute, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, now I get you. I do remember playing the some of the Discworld games. Back in the day, on Amiga, I think it was the Amiga. Or was it the PC? Um, might have been the PC. Yeah, it might have been the PC. It was definitely like the time of the PlayStation 1, I think, is when it was out. Yeah. It's, it's as I mentioned earlier on, I can't remember if it was during the show or beforehand, but it was, we mentioned uh, all the, I've had all these consoles, but I can never remember what order I had them in, so. Yeah. It may well have been the PC. <laughs> it's just like, it just is done in a mush of memory of playing machines but the timeline or what order or when you got them or how you got them for me is like yeah. my brain it's decided to forget it yeah or mix it up okay well that book will keep you occupied for a, a couple of weeks once you've um, finished with the book and you're getting bored of your games what would be your luxury item see we need to go into a, a bit of details here right okay I, I, you're right because I've not realised um, What's on my island? Right. First of all, with regards to the item itself, it can't be inanimate, so it can't be like a person or right. or I think it's it, you can't it can't be something that would help you escape from the island. I think that would be the rules. Right. What's already on the island? As far as I know, it's I've not really given it that much thought, but obviously just uh, the means to plug your games <laughs> consoles into. <laughs> um, other than that, not a lot. Um, right. Obviously, you can go about and there'll be resources where you can go and hunt for food and stuff like that. I get you. Right. I get you. Right. Uh, On the <laughs> basis of that, then, hmm, I'm gonna either take a never-ending razor or a pair of hair clippers. Ah, so so even though you're on an island and you're stranded yourself, you're still thinking about your appearance. See, right. The reason <laughs> being, as a man. Who's, who's got um, a limited hairstyle, <laughs> we'll say. If I get rescued, this is my bizarre thinking, line of thought here, train of thought. If I somehow get rescued in six years' time, I don't want to have the world's biggest comb-over. <laughs> as um, vain as that sounds. <laughs> you don't want to have a Bobby Charlton? No. <laughs> or a big old man hairdo that just looks like a donut that goes round the side in the back of my head. After Scargo. Yes. So, 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 that, as bizarre as that sounds, I think I can use my own um, 
survival skills to cope with everything else. But ha- ha- catching my own reflection and seeing a, a great big comb over wafting in the wind, that could just send me a, a depression spiral. Uh, I suppose you've got to keep your spirits up. Exactly. <laughs> if, I, if I can look in that reflection and say, hmm, I still look good, I'll, I'll cope with <laughs> it. Everything else the island throws at me. You've got to make sure that your, your your hair's not flapping about in front of your computer screen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting, playing, whatever. Final Fantasy VII and, and the hair just pokes you in the eye because it's a bit windy. That would, that would just be too much. <laughs> Interesting item. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's uh, I don't think that one's been chosen so far. No. I really should make a list of the items that people have chosen to see if there's any trains starting ah, exactly exactly. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else will say that but that, that, that's fair enough I'm, I'll, I'll have a nice hairdo but I'll have big um, I might have big nose hairs but um, we'll cope with that well maybe you would be allowed a little trimming set or it could please. be like a two in one device if there's such a thing yeah I, I take it you're, you're okay with, with them cutting your own hair then yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I've had years of practice. <laughs> yeah, I usually just get the the wife to do means. <laughs> no, no, like um, uh, being follically challenged as a thirty-four-year-old male, you have enough practice. And uh, don't get me wrong, there's sometimes I still go out the house with a big line up the back of my head that I've missed, but uh, <laughs> my staff point it out. <laughs> oh, and, uh, worse. <laughs> it out later on. I have that before. Who's <clears throat> cut your Who's cut your hair? Oh, my wife, oh, she's missed a bit. <laughs> ah, exactly. I, I'll, I'll get that if I go into the office and it's like, oh, did you cut your hair? I was like, yes, you've got a line up the back and then you put your hat and you feel it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm the kind of person that I don't, stuff doesn't bother me like that much. So nine out of ten times I will just walk about the rest of the day with a big line up the back of my head. So, so it's a new trend I'm starting <laughs> from my island. Brilliant. So thanks again for all your choices. It's been very interesting. Um, it's been fun. Before we start wrapping up, uh, I'll give you the opportunity to plug your channel and tell us what's coming up on Monkey Spaz 5000. Oh, okay, on my channel, Monkey Spaz 5000 on the YouTubes. Um, same as what there is currently, basically doing obviously um, Bad Influence in Games Master fan commentaries. Try oh, to do more Games Master, more Games Master. An episode a week. <laughs> it's what I'm doing if you noticed last week I don't think I've done any other videos but I still made sure I got a Games Master and a, a Bad Influence um, fan commentary which is as you'll know is, is me sometimes just talking nonsense over an episode of Bad Influence or Games Master but um, it's fun for me as well because I enjoy watching them back and we've got an upcoming SNES quest video and the normal gameplay and pickups and the likes like that excellent yeah, sometimes I'm, I mean I love watching your your bad influence and your yeah. games master commentaries, but sometimes it's like James, shut up! I'm trying to hear about donates, diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's sometimes where I'll, I I can just see myself just sitting there like watching it, and I go, oh, I'm supposed to be speaking. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just sit, end up sitting watching it. I know you've got to speak over it right enough, but you know, right. Uh, where are you getting all these episodes? Do you have them on VHS um, yourself or? Off the interwebs. Oh. Just downloading or ripping them from the interwebs, one of the two. There's bad influence fan websites and whatnot. Ah. And, and 
I've said it before and I'll say it again, and I know I'll get mocked for this, but I still think that, that um, Violet is sexy. No, no. Yes. <laughs> no. Just no. <laughs> no, nipples is not sexy. That's just bad. She looks like she looks like Dolph Lundgren from Rocky. Is it three? <laughs> I don't know which one it is, but I know who you mean. She's, she's got the hairdo of him, but with the boy of a pic, the body of a pixie elf boy with no. Add her dress sense. Come on, if you saw the latest one, she was wearing some bizarre onesie Star Trek outfit with little shorts. If that's your cup of tea, then. Well, I, like, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not saying it's my cup of tea, but I, I guess what you could say is it's it's maybe a fetish. It's maybe what? A fetish. A fetish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but just wait till you see her in later, later episodes. Then I don't know if you like her here now, but. It gets, uh, I don't know. It gets, it gets more interesting. I should say, different. Make okay. my wife to dress up as Violet. Oh, that's bad. You've got <laughs> weird thoughts going through my head, like <laughs> fetish shops that are selling Violet Berlin costumes and stuff. <laughs> oh no, no. I'm. Mean, she was married to, um. Oh, is it Gaz Top? Oh, that guy from with the little alien that he had. Yes. On his show. Oh yeah. She was married to him. Oh, that guy. Was- Liz. That guy was irritating, wasn't he? Yeah, the pair of them together. I'm like, no, that little alien was snotty. That's it. Um, was it Gilbert? Was his name Gilbert? I think it was Gilbert. That rings Gil- a bell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the alien. Hold on, Gilbert the alien. Aye, it was. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'm not even going to look up a picture of that because it was disgusting. Yeah, I remember what like, it was. Snotty. Yeah. Yeah. But no, if. Oh, I'm, honestly, I think you should start your own Violet Berlin, Violet Nipples Berlin fan club. Oh yes, I think we, I think I will do that. <laughs> I wonder if I'm that. sure. I'm sure if you started it, there'd be many other people that came out the out the Violet closet and 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 joined ranks with you. I wonder if there's any Violet Berlin nude photographs. No, 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 no. But don't stop it. <laughs> oh, I was going to search for it, but no, I will. Violet Berlin pictures nude Ooh. vintage erotica forums no what's this what? excuse me we are digressing slightly yes we're into the, the adult section of this stream ladies and gentlemen and you, what's going on on my screen at the moment <laughs> <laughs> thank god yeah. you're not got your webcam on it says the thinking gamers Crumpet. If anyone has any more, I'd love to see them. I do recommend some caps of her in a revealing shirt from an episode of Gamepad. If anyone has them, that would be great. I think this is just a dirty pair of website for Violet Berlin, to be honest with you. It is. It is. It gets worse. She's wearing tops with breasts showing. <laughs> anyway. Right. I'll do... In fact, this is what I'll do. You do your bad influence commentaries, and I'll do my Violet Berlin dirty pictures commentaries. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't even know who set this website up, but it's wrong. I need to do this from my history. People <laughs> <laughs> um, James, why are you looking up dirty pictures of Violet Berlin? Listen to the podcast. You'll find out. <laughs> if it wasn't me, I was made. It could be worse. I had to look up um, for research purposes for um, Scott the Console Snobs and uh, Desert Island Games. I had, yeah. to, I had to research bu- butt plugs. Butt plug. <laughs> yeah, because his, his luxury item was a butt plug. So you had to research butt plugs. Yes. Um, why, why, sorry, why was it? Why was why why? Why right? 
Mine's just got a practical <laughs> use that I can see the benefit. Why would why would he want a butt plug? Because he's the only person going to be on the island. <laughs> I think when I asked him to to name his games and his little items, he he didn't realise. <laughs> I don't I don't think he took it very seriously. I thought I think he thought it was a joke or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he, he wants to take a butt plug, unless he's got some sort of secondary use for it that he's aware of that I'm not, that might be beneficial. I, I can't remember. I can't really remember. I would have to listen back. It is on YouTube. On GL76 Gaming, for anybody who wants to listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> check out his, his butt plug reasoning, yes. for sure. Um, so, let me just see if I've got your YouTube right. So, it's www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash monkeyspaz5000. That's me. That's yeah. where you'll find all my crazy yeah. stuff. I'm pretty certain there's not. I mean, I've only got 78 subscribers, you've got 400 odds. I'm pretty sure there's not anybody on my channel that's not subscribed to Monkey Spaz, but if you're not, go to it. Thank you. I don't know where they come from, honestly. They just randomly appear. Uh, but the mind boggles. I mean, you don't know what they're looking up on YouTube when they find the Monkey Spaz. Ah, I know, exactly. I don't know what draws them in, if it's a bit of everything. I've got no idea, but it just steadily increases, so it's good. So, I think I'll start wrapping it up now because we are. It's the. It's telling me we've got seven and a half minutes left. So, it's been. Uh, it's gone quite quick, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's, it's always when I start these things. I think to myself, how am I going to find? How am I going to speak for two hours? But amazingly, Aye. amazingly, it just seems to to flow, and 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 uh, before you know it, two hours are almost up. I know when, when obviously before we organised this, when you were, you were messaging me or whatever, when you said it, it's two hours, or it could be less or whatever, yeah. I was like, two hours? I was like, but obviously, there you go, two hours, done, easily easily done. Dead easy. Not yeah. <laughs> Anywho, um, just uh, have to mention before we go a couple of things. Uh, on this week, the Retro Unlim live stream is on a Thursday, it's not on a Friday, apparently. It's the same yes. time, it's half eight. Um, so you need to go to youtube.com forward slash retro online live uh, and quite worryingly the title of this week's show is Sex Cells um, <laughs> that's uh, I need to bring Violet Berlin into that discussion yeah I don't know if maybe somebody's going to have oh maybe Violet Berlin's going to be the guest oh that'd be hilarious oh we should get we should make that happen I'm sure Mr. Unlim can wangle that somehow. Yeah. I mean if we can get if we can get Larry Bundy he must be able to get to get violin. Exactly. Any day of the week. Ah, <laughs> uh, right, so that's that. Um I was gonna say something else. Let me have a look. Not very organised this week. Sorry. Uh, what I was gonna say. I know. Um, if you've missed any editions of Desert Island Games, you can download them on iTunes. This one will be available on iTunes. I'm not too sure how fast they go up. I was going to say, I was curious to see how I've listened to it on iTunes myself. I can't remember if it's... I mean, I not can't remember. I don't know if it's automated or if Michael uploads it manually, but right. they do usually appear fairly fast, so I'll it'll be all right. It should be on iTunes. Certainly do you listen to it out of curiosity? Sometimes... Do you listen uh, to your own stuff? I, I tend to not like to listen to my own stuff. Do you watch your own stuff? I, I do, I watch my own stuff, but, but but I don't mind that as much because it's shorter 
three, four, five minutes. You're like, aye, okay, aye. I don't think I could sit and listen to one for two hours. It would drive me mental. Aye, <laughs> aye. But I do obviously listen to. I, I need to listen to them back sometimes for various reasons. I suppose. Yeah. Aye, aye, exactly. Yeah, for especially if I'm going to be creating a list of choices that people have made, I'll need to listen, <laughs> to, listen to them back. I don't know how many, but fair enough, many people might not take hair clippers, but I don't know how many people will take a butt plug, or from Scott. I think they're more likely to take the clippers. Aye, aye. Um, so yeah, you can you can get them on iTunes. Uh, I've also started um, uploading them to my YouTube channel as well, so you yep. can get them on YouTube if you prefer the old-fashioned way. Um, next week's guest... I don't know if I should say just in the case, but hopefully, fingers crossed, it should be 90s video game did. Oh, cool. But of course, it is always subject to change. Yeah. Um, so, if it's not uh, Rich, then it will be somebody else, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, just one last question, before we go. <laughs> do you have a monkey in your pants? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I've been Chaos Gaming, he's been Monkey Spaz. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you. See, this is how professional I am. I'm supposed to play a body tune. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good night. Good night. Welcome to RetroIsland.com. RetroIsland.com. The only site for everything retro. RetroIsland.com. The Retro Island Network for everything retro.